afternoon on the show. It's not that I'm in an aggressive mood. I'm just feeling really empowered after this tiny song selection. But that's not even remotely close to what we're chatting to about uh, this afternoon. I'm joined in studio by Vivian Hui, a felt artist and craft teacher. And we're going to be talking about uh, felting. Which sounds like a very sounds like a dirty word. It's not a dirty word. We're talking about it's an artistic word. It's it's a technique. It's something that um it's a way of working with wool. Is it a yeah. way of working with wool? Yes, yes, yes. Hi, um, Vivian. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the One Two Three Show. Hi. Nice to meet you, Chris. And you. And so um, I'm looking at a very, um, I'm going to put some photos up on my Facebook page later, Cruise on RTHK Radio 3. I'm currently joined in studio by an incredibly sarcastic looking felted stingray, which is exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) It looks exactly how I felt this morning when my daughter was up all night. Um, So what is felting? So how do you make these sorts of items out of felt? So your your work is very sculptural. What, What is it? Is it wool? I have I have no idea. You yeah. got to fill me in. Yeah, actually, felting is a process to condense and compress the fiber um, together to become a um, fabric materials. Mm-hmm. And usually, yeah, you're right. Wool is ca- mostly used, and also some people use camel or apricots, and right. some people use also f- uh, plant fibers like bamboo. Um, Remy, um, pineapple. Wow. Yeah. So there's all these different fibers you can use. Yes. Because it kind of is, it's got this sort of a, it's not woven, right? When you look at a felted object, no. it doesn't yep. look like it's woven. It's like it's a, it's like it's been molded. Uh, yeah. Is that how much? it works? Um, actually, the felting is, imp- um, it's, um, the, the work that I'm doing is called wet felting. Wet and, felting, yeah, okay. But there are two kinds. You're like, um, in Hong Kong, needle felting is more popular where you use you use needle to poke in, into the felt and make it stick together. Mm-hmm. But wet felting is a process that it's you can understand from its name that you use a lot of water, uh, you press, you 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 roll it and put a lot of lot of pressure on it and make it condense it together. Mm. And it's no sewing and it comes together and you can make um various of variable items and it's easy to be molded so you can yeah. kind of mold it together and is yeah. it a very labor intensive messy pro- uh, process uh, pretty much it's actually a very holistic um uh, activity to me because that's why that's why i love it because it's very therapeutic but lots of exercise it's lots of hard work right so it's a physical thing physical yeah. and then um also you you stimulate your creativity mm. and at the end of the day you have a very unique and beautiful work uh, of your own Right. And so talk us through the process. So what's the raw material? The raw material. So how does it look before it gets all the way to this sarcastic stingray? It's like, it's it's like a hair. It's like hair. Yeah. Okay. So it's like kind of a loose hair, light, yeah. fluffy stuff that you... Yeah. Okay. Sure. Like, right. So stuff that you would... You brushed a pet. It feels yeah, like that. Okay. Exactly. Sure. So sure. I, I even know some um, felt artists, they use... Cat hair. Cat hair. Yeah. Hopefully they've washed it first, but yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's like that. So it's a raw material. And yes. then you say, so then you're you're making it very wet. Yes. And you're squashing it together yeah. and you're rolling it. And, yes. Okay. Yeah. And how, when it, because I mean, I feel like when you're holding some of these sculptures, because they are, the pieces that you make are incredibly sculpt- sculptural. They're, you know, they're three-dimensional. They're yeah. not like, they're not flat. They're yes. not like a scarf. They're, yeah. they're formed objects. Yeah. They don't. They feel quite hardy. Like I don't think I could tear that stingray up. No, no, you can't tear. So I some people, tear when it. they when we make a bed, so some people may think that it's 
could it possibly be tear off? But no, it's actually very tough, and it's you very tough. you sure. can't you can't break it. Yeah, right, cool. And so, why is it? Um, why you know you you say that you enjoy the art of felting. How long have you been felting for? I've been felting for about three or four years, maybe four years. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you've come a long way. If this was your, if it, this is your final products, yeah. <laughs> they're amazing. Yes, I I um. At the very beginning, that's my felt work. When I look back to my first felt work, it's like rubbish. But, oh, sure, okay. but I was in love with it. I was sort of wow, that's so pretty. But yeah. then the more you felt, the more the, the more you know that it's um, it's uh, make you make better and better. Mm. And the beauty of felting is you never can you can never say you fell in your project because even that it's the result is not what you expected and planned. It surprised you in other way. And you may create another techniques that you can use it in other thing in right. the future. Wow! Because yeah. I was because I mean I know with I'm not a very crafty person. I think I would like to be, but I think I lack the patience a lot of the time. I've tried to take up knitting and things like that, and it never works out for me. But some crafts people have quite a like strategic approach. Like knitting, you'll have a pattern that you follow mm. to make a specific yeah. thing. But you're saying with felting, it's quite a creative thing. It doesn't necessarily mean you go into it knowing what's going to come out the other end is that right um actually you 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 know you actually you you when you have a project in in your head mm -hmm. so you will try to figure out the technique and the material that you want to use and usually it should come out in the 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 way you plan but sometimes it doesn't because maybe you make some mistake in the in 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 the process that makes another results that's mm -hmm. it's like experiment right i yeah. see sure yeah. so you don't know yeah okay so yeah. other things that could happen it yeah, changes exactly. the yeah exactly okay great and so um, i'm i'm also curious about um you do a lot of teaching crafts yeah so why what what's that like why is it why is it something that you think people should do people want to learn um actually i'd never think that i can be a teach i felt teaching uh, i mean felt, felt teacher yeah but um it's that when i was in Myanmar. so we moved to Myanmar um two years ago mm -hmm. and then um it was my hobby like when my child is at school i can like Fill your time, sure. Yeah, spend my time mm -hmm. with wool. And then I was invited, my friend saw my work and then I was invited to a group called Yangon Newcomer, Newcomers Group and that they provide activities to all the expats um, in town. So mm -hmm. um, I wasn't very sure about teaching because it's a different skills uh, with, uh, from making things. Because yes. when you teach, you have to make your student understand what they are doing, and sometimes they have very technical and complicated questions that you you <laughs> may like, not I be able to answer. answer. Yeah, you have to pretend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. So, and uh, but I, then I was in, uh, encouraged by a Japanese lady who also start teaching, and mm. she same as me, uh, English is not her, her prime language, and um, she's very well organized, and that inspired me that I should. Give it a shot. Yeah. Um, give it a try. So um, then I start teaching, and yeah. then um, they love it, and it's Fantastic. getting popular. And and I feel so good that when people come back and again and again, and then when they have um, challenge that I can solve the problem. And sometimes I don't even have the same difficult uh, the the problem that they encounter. So when I can solve their problem, I feel so happy. And yeah. I'm usually inspired by their work yeah. a lot. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Okay, we're going to go to a quick song and then we're going to come back. This is Ingrid Michelson and Young and in Love. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the 123 show on RTHK Radio 3. I'm Cruz McCalligan and I've got Vivian Huey, a felt artist in studio with me this afternoon. And we are talking about felting, which, as we've said, is a, is a funny concept. And I've never really understood it, but we've, I'm kind of grasping it now. So you start with a raw material. It's kind of like loose wool, hair, fibres, and you're smushing it together. Well, wet felting, which is the medium that you work with. Is that right, yes. Vivian? Wet felting. So you smush it all together and you kind of mould it around a yeah. shape. And the final result is beautiful. So I'm looking at, um, I'm going to share some photos on my Facebook page later, Cruise on RTHK Radio 3, but just using those materials, you get an incredible finish, a variety of colours and textures that you can make. It's, I never really realised what an artistic medium it was, but it is. And, and you've been working specifically, um, you've, you've been working uh, with ocean animals recently you've been doing fish and mm. marine animals and stuff like that in your in your own work at the moment yeah so why is it that you're you're finding there's a nice return to to crafts at the moment like the act of making things crafting things um you mean how come i choose wool as a medium oh well me? like it, there mm -hmm. seems to be a trend to going back ah, okay. to making stuff with yeah, our hands yes, that's true yeah um so uh to me, it's like it's when I start moving around mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, around the world, and we live in Europe, we live in UK and um, Korea, and you find that like in Hong Kong, it's very easy to have help. You mm -hmm. have helper, and you have when you have something uh, broken in the house, you can always get a handyman to come, or mm -hmm. you make up the curtains that you can have someone to to make it for you, but in other countries it's not so easy so that makes me want to like or maybe I will have to spend a lot of time to look for the person to make for me and I've waited a long time so mm. I decided to make it by myself mm. so I start sewing and making curtains and um, sometimes mend my clothes and that's how I start craft making craft and I think nowadays that um, especially when fast fashion mm. it's becoming more and more uh, popular but when you go out and see, look at the windows, they change every week, how much that it weighs. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes you also wear the same clothes that other people. It's not unique. It's mm -hmm. not your style. So I feel like I want to make something unique for myself. And mm. I think that's why you it's fell in love with the world of the world of crafts. Yeah. It, yes. And I can see there's a lot of appeal now that people want to go back to feeling like they can do something for themselves as well. Yeah. Like creating something is very satisfying, right? Exactly, like a yeah. finished product yeah. is a yes. very satisfying thing yes. to do. So what's it like, um, you know, in terms of when you're in a in a group of people um, crafting together, mm. what does that feel like? Um, it's I, I love uh, having conversation with different people, especially when it's uh, from around the world. So um, I love that where they where they have the passion and when they like discover something new, and they come without uh, knowing um, what is felting, but mm. then when they work it out and then they make it a piece of fabric and then they make it a bed and then they were, wow, they, they love Have it. Have a bit of ownership yeah, over ownership. it. Sure. Yeah, it's unique, it's the style. And even though sometimes um, not involve much design, but they will play around with the colors and then they will be very satisfied. And um, that's how I love it. And I particularly like when I talking to uh, people from different countries. So there is one time I talked to a uh, lady from uh, Kazakhstan. Oh, wow. Yeah, she told me that 
it's fighting is actually the heritage and the the tradition of her own country. Gosh! And then I and she hadn't learned it before. No, she oh, never wow. learned from her own country, and then she yeah. learned from me. So yeah. I was like, I was so thrilled. And, Gosh! And um, so. Uh, I go home and I research uh, what is fighting in Kazakhstan, and then I find the particular patterns in their own country. So I learn something from um, my students as well. Yeah. Right. So because there is a lot of culture, and and obviously yeah. craft is a big cultural thing, and traditionally people pass these things on to one another. Yeah. But now, like you said. We're not. We're all pretty useless. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I often try to repair a hole in my clothes, and it makes it worse than when it was before. Really, so I think it's. Um, you know, I can understand there is a lot of value in passing on a, a skill yeah. and, and that sense of you know creating yeah. something new by yourself. Yeah, and also by passing on the skills, I want everyone to understand the value behind each um, piece mm-hmm. of handcraft work. Because when I when I was in Myanmar, when I see the handicraft that they had, uh, I feel like. The um, the craft that usually they the pricing is uh, always under um, the value of what it is. Yeah, sure, so you sure. reflect the true value behind all the labor and mm. the time um, uh, that they have been used for that particular handcraft. So mm. I want during the process they know how much effort um, they have to use for each like each handbag, each um, uh, piece of artwork. Yeah. Sure, I mean it's a it's a really interesting concept because I think a lot of handicrafts and handmade items can have a bit of a twee reputation, right? Yeah. So people think they're all a bit oh yes, you just made it by yourself. But I have a, a very dear friend of mine once told me that um, she she gave me some handmade clothing for my baby. Yeah. Um, when we didn't know what was going to happen with my baby. And she said, you know, handmade things are magical because they're made with love. And it sounds a bit cheesy, but I actually think there's some truth in that. You know, when you've seen the amount of effort someone's put into something with their bare hands, you can feel it. You you feel a difference between that item and something that, yeah, made in a factory or, you know, mass produced. It it does make a difference. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you have a target, like you have a friend that you want to make something for her. You got inspired by... um, her image and mm. her what she have done and then I've got ideas what to create so it's very unique yeah so I think it's something we should all be I think we should all be aiming to do a little bit more is spend some more time you know because we don't have a lot of time now do we so it seems a bit of a luxury but just taking a bit of time to learn something new and pass something on Vivian thank you very very much for your time today I'm going to be sharing Vivian's um, Instagram account on my Facebook cruise on RTHK Radio 3 because you've got to see some photos of her sculptural felt works they're absolutely beautiful and if anyone wants to get involved and start felting that's an important question I nearly forgot mm-hmm. how, can, how can they do it can we just start doing this at home who can Yes, you can do sure. it. Yeah. Uh, so you can just. Um, I I learned online actually. I learned from books. I borrowed books from library. I watched YouTube's and Pinterest and mm. look for ideas. And uh, sometimes when there are some skills that I don't know how to, I don't know how that I will apply for some online course. There are some um, felting artists do online course that they. Wow. Yeah, it's very. Um, uh, they have videos showing how you how to make it. So it's um, it's you can just start at home. You can just start, and yeah. you can find the materials in Hong Kong yes, to make things. Yes, yes. There are some shops that they're selling in Hong Kong, and also uh, I'll be running. Right workshop in yeah you'll be running some yeah. workshops too fantastic and if anyone wants to learn more about your workshops probably just follow your instagram yes, Keep an eye yes. on your Instagram. okay yeah. great well i'll show you instagram link later so right. that anyone who is interested can join vivian hui felt artist and crafter extraordinaire thank you very much for joining us on the one two three show this afternoon um we are going